Hello listeners, my name is Michelle Ode and I'll be your host for today. The topic for this podcast is alcohol misuse amongst the adult population in the UK. We'll discuss the physical and mental effects on the individual and the ways in which their communities and loved ones are affected. Afterwards, we'll also explore ways this burden can be reduced and previous attempts to do so. We'll discuss current statistics and trends that show how alcohol misuse has evolved over time. So please be sure to stay with me till the end. I guarantee this will be very interesting and insightful if I do say so myself. But before we dive in, I would like to make it clear to anyone who might be able to relate to today's topic that this is a judgment-free zone and is strictly for educational purposes. If you are struggling with your drinking, I encourage you to refer to the NHS webpage on alcohol support for advice and resources that might be useful to you. So people tend to think as long as they're not drinking a bottle of whiskey or whatever your drink of choice might be a day, then their alcohol consumption is fine. However, this is not entirely the case. In England alone, there are just below 11 million adults who drink at levels that pose some risk to their health, be it short-term or long-term. While it is true that most of these people are not fully alcohol-dependent, they are drinking too much and too often, which increases their chances of developing a range of serious diseases, which we'll get into shortly. There are varying levels of alcohol misuse, and it might be difficult to accept because Consuming alcohol is so socially acceptable, but if you find yourself reaching for that cheeky glass of wine to unwind after work most nights, or social gatherings just need to involve alcohol for you, then you might be drinking at levels that could affect your long-term health. The most extreme form of alcohol misuse, and the most dangerous, is alcohol dependence when drinking becomes the most important factor in a person's life, and they physically cannot function without it. The NHS estimates that around 9% of men in the UK and 3% of UK women are alcohol dependent. Now, I keep mentioning these health effects, but what exactly are they? Perhaps the best known effect is liver damage, but several other organs can be affected, including the pancreas and the heart. Alcohol misuse puts you at a higher risk for stroke and high blood pressure, which can permanently affect your quality of life or result in death. For example, you might survive a stroke, but that doesn't mean your life will return to what it was. You could lose your speech and mobility. And some people are lucky enough to be able to relearn these skills through therapy, while others never regain them. Another effect that might be overlooked is that alcohol increases the risk of developing several types of cancers. According to the Royal College of Nursing, around 4% of all cases of cancer in the UK are directly attributable to alcohol. You could also encounter sexual problems such as impotence, premature ejaculation and infertility. These these risks increase proportionally to the amount of alcohol consumed. Now, when a person is at the extreme of alcohol misuse, we say they are suffering from alcohol dependence syndrome. Like with any other addiction, they experience a strong desire to consume alcohol, regardless of the bad effects, and often place this above anything else in their lives. They begin to neglect their responsibilities at work, school, and home, which places a significant burden on those around them. When a person is alcohol-dependent, and they go without alcohol for an extended period of time, they experience withdrawal symptoms. 
These symptoms can range from irritability and anxiety to hallucinations and seizures. While alcohol can contribute to the development of several diseases, there are some which can only be caused by alcohol misuse alone, such as alcoholic liver disease. According to the Office for National Statistics, there were 7,565 deaths related to alcohol-specific causes registered in the UK in 2019, which is the most recent data available at this time. The main three causes of these deaths were alcoholic liver disease, mental and behavioural disorder, and accidental alcohol poisoning. It was found that the most prevalent overall was alcoholic liver disease, while mental health and behavioural disorder was more common in people over 85, and accidental alcohol poisoning was more common in young people aged 20 to 24. Their research showed that the rates of male-specific deaths was twice that of the women. The rate was also highest amongst 55 to 64-year-olds. And from all of this, we can deduce that alcohol misuse is most prevalent amongst middle-aged men. Now, alcohol misuse also increases the risk of drink-driving accidents. In 2018, there were 240 fatalities in accidents, with at least one driver over the alcohol limit of 80 milligrams per 100 milliliters of blood. Now, this figure is just for the fatalities, not the total number of accidents caused by drink driving. That year, it was 5,890 accidents. Now, we're going to look at a campaign which was launched to eliminate or reduce this problem in the UK. Some of the listeners might be familiar with DrinkAware, but if you're not, they're a charity who offer advice and tools to help people make better drinking choices. The campaign encouraged middle-aged regular drinkers to take more days completely free of alcohol. It ran in collaboration with Public Health England in England, which goes without saying, and by DrinkAware alone in Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. It was called Drink Free Days and used radio ads and social media to spread the message. One of the messages which was broadcasted was, have you ever told a little white lie when your doctor asks how much you drink? It's easy to kid ourselves about our drinking. I particularly like this message because the way I see it, when you're alcohol dependent and you cannot go a day without drinking serious amounts of alcohol, at that point it's undeniable you have an issue and then it becomes a matter of how do I fix this? But the people who are, oh, let me relax the kind of beer often don't realize what it's actually doing to them and they might not realize their drinking is an issue. The goal is to catch alcohol misuse as early as possible before it has already wreaked havoc in people's lives and it's now staring them dead in the eyes. The Drink Free Days campaign was launched in September 2018 and ran for 10 weeks, targeting men and women aged 40 to 64 who drank routinely and over the low-risk drinking guidelines. The NHS advises not to drink over 14 units a week and this should be spread over at least three days. Most people are unaware that they are drinking over the lower risk limits and are unconcerned about their alcohol use. This campaign took more of a prevention is better than a cure approach and like I said targeted people who are not alcohol dependent yet but who are risking their health and could eventually become alcohol dependent. Later on DrinkAware did an evaluation on the campaign and found midlife women compared to men were more receptive and willing to engage with their alcohol harm messages, which is interesting considering midlife men are the ones more affected, most affected by alcohol misuse. 
about 44% of people who saw the ad said they were pushed to consider their drinking habits and 33% of these people actually spoke to their friends and family about it, which I personally think is great considering the campaign ran for only 10 weeks. I think if people have brought it up to their loved ones, then they recognize the issue and awareness is the first step in the right direction towards change. Now, while one person's alcohol misuse can affect a group of people, when it comes to changing the behavior, it's down to the individual. Now, if you look at the health belief model, it says that if a person recognizes the threat of an illness and they recognize the effectiveness of the recommended health behavior change to be sufficient, then they are more likely to adopt the desired behavior change. Which is why I think it's important to educate the public on the issue and let them know what prolonged alcohol misuse can do to them. One way to do so would be a podcast such as this. You know, we're letting people know this is what could happen. This is how you solve the issue. And reducing your alcohol misuse can greatly reduce your risk of developing the diseases we mentioned earlier. So if people are aware of the consequences and they know that there's a way to stop them, then they can begin to make the necessary changes. Another way to do this, which would be a simple way, is by putting the recommended drinking guidelines on bottles of alcohol beverages. So every alcohol beverage should have the recommended drinking guidelines. Now, in that same breath, the government also has its part to play in reducing the burden of alcohol misuse. The government can restrict availability by reducing the hours when alcohol can be sold and the number of businesses that can sell alcohol. So if it's less available, it becomes more difficult for people to misuse alcohol so often. This policy change has actually proven to reduce alcohol misuse. So we know it works. It's just a matter of the government now implementing this. And to reduce the number of drink drive accidents, the government can consider reducing the legal alcohol limits from 80 milligrams and permit random roadside alcohol testing to ensure people are adhering to this law, whether they believe they would be fined behind the wheel or not. You know, some people think that, okay, yeah, I'm not fully drunk. I'm just a bit tipsy. I'll be fine when I get home. No, if you've consumed over the legal limits, and you know that you could be randomly tested on the roadside, then you know that, okay, I run the risk of being arrested and there are consequences of this. People are less likely to get behind the wheel when they've consumed alcohol. So thank you so much for listening and feel free to share this podcast. It's so important that all adults hear this information. Thank you so much. Goodbye.